couple things that I really didn't like. Um, what was his name? Kingo. Right. Kingo finger blaster. Yep. Um, at like the end, he was just like, nah, like I'm out. Like, yeah, let, let the planet like, you know, get blown up. And then, all right, like, we'll see you later. Uh, yeah, I agree. He profited like, like he's a movie star. He loves the, like the attention of, you know, the humans, people, everything. And he's just going to like bail on him and be like, ah, you know, it, they had a good run. See ya. But he, expl- he explained it very clearly. He said, and he was saying, he yeah, he Chris, did, but it was but dumb. He, like I didn't like it. Like, I think it, it I think it made sense because even though he did like being in the movies and all that stuff, like his character was very much the belief, like the plan is the plan. And it, while we are killing a few billion people, there are far more billions of people that we're going to be saving. So I think he, I, look, it, it, any longer on any of this stuff and the movie just, it just keeps going longer, which I don't mind. Right. I think he and made then, it. I think he laid it cleared out. Okay. Yeah. I, he did, but I didn't like it. Gotcha. So that, that's me. You liked it. I didn't. That's fine. I won't yuck. You're young. It's, it's, you not really yuck a like, it's not really a like thing. It's more of a like, I just understand from a, I guess from a storytelling standpoint, I guess it would make more sense that there are some people that are on Icarus' oh, side. Yeah. And, and, some people and to are. talk about storytelling points, like the deviants were there just because like the plot needed them to be there. Like it, it wasn't an interesting story. It's like they just needed something. Like they needed a reason, like to kind of be there to and bring. Like it was, was they're basically yeah, if if you're looking at why they were written into the story, aside from them being in the comics, yeah, it appears to be the reason why we had to bring these characters back together. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's just like because the plot needed it to happen. Yes, because they had been split that, up. For that doesn't make it years. interesting though. It's just like, well, we need something. It's like, all right, they threw the deviants out there. I guess the, the the to me the interesting aspect of it was that the finding out that the deviants were created by celestials and they were absorbing their power and becoming more sentient. It wasn't like the deviants were like here and just finished here. They were here and kind of like. That's what I was saying when I thought that the villain was like kind of like gaining power. I was like, oh wow, maybe he's gonna like get away and that like there might be another movie with just that or something. Maybe that'll be come back to us. And then it was just like, Nope. <laughs> you know? I can definitely see people being for, for like being like this whole thing is stupid because couldn't a celestial just snap their fingers and just end all of this. Pretty much. Yeah. I can see why people are up, would be upset about that. To me, I, yeah. I say back to him, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. But he, but he also, he, it's also, but I like comic book movies. There's also yeah. like, if you listen to Chris's segment, he go, he's going to, I think, go into it, or at least we, he talked to me about it last night. But there's this whole thing about, <clears throat> the, and well, he talks about it in the movie, and he says that he's going to judge Earth now. He's like, fine, then we're going to see if they'll pass the judgment. And that's like a series in the comics, I guess, is like Earth has like all the superheroes have like a judgment day. They have to each one like prove that they're doing, I guess like the right thing or something. I don't know. He was explaining it to me. It was very interesting. And I was like, Whoa. And he said the thing that he also is trying to picture. And I think he's going to mention this in his was that like, there's like now like three major timelines of like movies in this one phase alone. You have Eternals storyline. You have the multitude of madness storyline, you know, and then you've got, the Spider-Man storyline with the multi, well, I guess he's tied into there. So I guess that's different, but then, um, uh, what's the other one that's going to be coming up? Um, 
uh, I don't know. Listen to his segment at the end, but uh, I wonder if he goes on about it. I didn't want to listen to a segment in case he does mention stuff and I didn't want to talk about it over him. So, but this is just, we had a lot of debrief afterwards and Oh, the scroll, scroll invasion, all the scrolls. Remember they're coming in stuff still like that was like teased a long time ago at like end of end game or something. It was like, or maybe it was the Spider-Man movie. It was, and then they were like, the scrolls were like the people impersonating or whatever. Changing here. What's going on? No, but I'm saying I'm complaining, that I'm complaining about Erroneous. it's relevant. Keep complaining. It's relevant. This is, is all it? the spoiler segment. I'm going to have to edit on is this. It? I'm saying that it's three different storylines in the Marvel universe right now. It's crazy how big this is. And it's just, phase, are, it's one here. phase. You're doing no mental gymnastics to make it make sense. It's just, this is a nothing movie. This is, this is a nothing movie. To Anyways, me. that's 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 mean. <laughs> it's not mean. I'm just, it's, I you know Boyle loves you know the, this franchise. I do too. I really like it. I'm having trouble connecting the dots, and I think Boyle is just doing his best to find dots that might not be there. Not we have there. reviews. So should we? Is this the end of spoilers? Hold on. No, I got I got one more thing to say. Okay, Tina. Angelina Jolie's character. That was just such a waste. I thought they could have yeah. done so much with her, right? Because like she kind of remembers, she doesn't really remember. Like if they had her reveal it, where it's like, wait a minute, I remember, like this is what we do to planets, like maybe we stop this. But she's also mentally unstable, and then she's fighting everybody because she's a goddess of war, and they all have to like struggle, like thinking, like, do we kill our, you know, our friend or not? Because like she's obviously dangerous yeah. enough to kill any of us. Yeah, they, like set the groundwork for that, and they could have made like an epic ending with that. With it, it, it could have been so emotional. It could have been so, you know, like deep. Where it's like I'm sorry, but it's like this is how it has to be. And like you know, someone like kills like the other. Uh, I, like I'm not, I'm not a genius storyteller or writer, and I thought that was the obvious path they should have went with. And they just turned her into a big nothing. Yeah, I will agree right? with you there. I think yeah, uh, I was, I was take, very upset about that. <laughs> my hot take is Angelina Jolie. I don't think is that great of an actress. You take that back, sir. I'm 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 kind of there with you, but I mean, I enjoyed her in Tomb Raider. I feel like <laughs> I was just like being betrayed. Like I feel like Caesar when he's getting stabbed with all his friends. Sorry, man. And I'm looking at you guys at two. And I got a Freddy Krueger fingers full of knives. Listen, you asked for, you asked for the spoilers, man. You brought this oh. on yourself. Oh, and the, and the last one that really made me groan, Icarus flew into the sun. Come he's not on. dead. He's not no, no, dead. No, no, no. It's the story. Like the man who flew so, too the, close the to the Greek sun. legend. Icarus made the wax wings and he was flying too high. They say don't fly too high. And he flew too close oh. to the sun. His wings melt. Boom. Dies. It's a, it's a metaphor and then they for have people Icarus literally flying, flying into, into the, the sun. sun. I, was exactly. like, oh, I looked over to Mark and oh, I was like, really? They did that? Yeah. No, because oh, it's cliche. Was, Icarus flew I to the sun. I was so upset. That's cliche. Like, come on, dude. Well, they want you to think he dies. No, but Boyle, he's not that, going. Boyle, no, it's not the think it's not the matter of if he dies or not. It's what Mark it's, and I are saying it's, it's the it's the story it's, of Icarus. It's the Greek it's like they literally story did of it. Icarus. He flew so why to, would, No, no, Boyle, we're not saying like I the, know what you're I know what you're saying. I'm saying who cares? Because Me. it's cliche. Yeah, it's corny. It's mad corny. All right. The whole time you're just like Now we're nitpicking. We're nitpicking. <laughs> I'm not nitpicking. That, that is a nitpick, like Mark. Blatant, that like, is a nitpick. Oh, that's that's a nitpick. That's you guys nitpick. are nitpicks. It was it was a giant oh, beautiful nitpicking. spectacle. You're nitpicking. Movie. 
<laughs> I, my name's Nick. This is a Nick pick. It's a Nick pick. This, I, this is I, this is actually technically a Nick pick. We both picked this movie. Is. I groaned. It's a Nick pick. I groaned at that for sure, but I was also like, whatever. It's neither here nor there. All right. I, gro- I groaned out loud. I think Nick uh, Rojas <laughs> saw me. I was just I, like, come on. I, I looked like, at you and I was like, he flew into the sun. Like, Wait, and now we have He's one more spoiler section. Is why don't you like Thanos' brother with the Harry Styles thing? No, I thought that was pretty good. don't even like Thanos. <laughs> like, what, what are we talking He's about? He's not supposed to. Do you know his story? Go look it up. Yeah, Eros, yeah, the, the, the god of love. Yeah, I, I'm familiar. I uh, actually, so. How I are they brothers? When I uh, when I read uh, the they Infinity, have like different mothers or something. When I read the Clearly. Infinity, when I read the Infinity Gauntlet like um, last summer, I can't remember when I how I read it, but I remember seeing Pip being there, and I was like, oh, that's a fun like little character. And then here he is in this movie. I'm like, oh, hey, Leo meme. I know him. And but the the excitement of when they reveal new characters in Marvel, you can't really put a price on that because it is exciting. You're like, who's this going to be? And then all of a sudden, you're like, it's honestly like the same feeling you get with like uh, the Royal Rumble, where oh yeah, yeah, where someone comes out every six seconds, like who is this going to be? Because I didn't know it was going to be Harry Styles, and I'm like, oh, it's Harry Styles. What? I was no telling Boyle it was spoiled for me, so that like that kind of sucked. Was it? I got nothing against Harry Styles, so I was just like, I already knew it was him, dude. I. I it, honestly, was ruined, it was ruined for me. Like, yeah, I wasn't that is ruined. For spoilers, and it got ruined for me, which is just awful. Don't be the spoiler person. God, that was kind of ruined Dude, it for me. I got to tell you something, though. Pat Oswalt finally getting his moment in the Marvel Universe and actually a character who's going to stick around. Good for him. He deserves that since the Parks and Rec thing. Though his whole storyline involved with this is amazing. If you didn't know that was him, he was the like little animated guy. Pimp. It just is great. Pumped. Pumped, pumped, pumped. I don't know. Uh, I don't get the whole Star Fox versus Eros thing. I really don't. I don't get it. I just sent a, a post to you guys. They did a really good job casting. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it. Basically, like he's he was raised different than Thanos in like a completely different community. You're changing and you're changing how you say because you used to say Thanos and now you're saying Thanos. And now I oh. need to know why. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. Tell me. Yeah, did you do like a Talk semester abroad? So you're like cultured now? Did you listen to, to uh, Van Lathan on his podcast because he always refers to him as Thanos? <laughs> so, okay, is Thanos- right. wait, I, I, I'm just moving on. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, and then uh, the Celestial was part of the Unimine and he was like, yeah, it's cool. Just turn me into granite. What the hell is that? Wait, say that again? No, no, no. She. Got the uni mine, and then she put her hand on the thing. He was part of it, and he allowed it. Or the not he, you know, celestial. It, I guess, I don't know, thing. But they seriously said that. What was the name? Tamate, Tamut, Tiamat. Yeah, that. That he was part of it. He was like, "Yep, cool. Let's do this." They just like turn him into stone. Was it a mix of like? At that point with the uni mind, were they using all their powers in the sense that she was doing her changing of things and Drig was using his mind thing? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> it, it uh, want me to read it? didn't it? make too much sense. Do you want me to do a live reading for the spoiler? Because if you've listened this far, you've listened to it. Sure. Do all right. It. So 
All right. We all established that they're doing the Unimind thing, and Druig was initially using the thing to put it to sleep, but remember, right. he got knocked out because of Icarus and Sprite. Uh, Cersei and friends have to default to plan B. Early in the movie, Cersei was able to turn a deviant into a tree. Previously, her transfiguration powers had never worked on organic matter. That's right. She said that, though. Like, specifically said that. Yep. So in the absence of healthy Druig, she decides to try freezing Tiamat as he exits the Earth crust. Surprisingly, she is able to do so. All right, that line is more of a point in the Mark DeSisto uh, uh, category of I'm right, you're wrong. Uh, the creature that is r- the size of roughly 1,000 shield helicarriers, that's funny, is able to be frozen <laughs> in place by just one determined eternal. And it's all due to the power of the emer- emergence. After she pulls his feet off, Cersei realizes that eternals play a special role in all emergence rituals. Since the Celestials presumably put a great deal of work into creating these beings, they don't want them destroyed along with the planet that they're occupying during the emergence to get them off planet safely eternals form something akin to a unimind with the fresh celestial itself with the fresh celestial itself so that they can accompany it to outer space and eventually back to their home in the world forge to freeze Tiamat, cersei exploited this connection borrowed some of his power and used it to supercharge her existing abilities she was able to channel some of these celestial powers earlier to take down a deviant without realizing it yeah, she's like super powerful, and we and just then she don't. makes Spider Sprite a real girl. And they say she goes full Pinocchio. All right, so that's a full blown spoiler. Boo. Boo. <laughs> oh no, I'm sticking my tongue out. All right, there you go. And that was Eternals. So now send it to Chris. Take it away. Hey guys, it's me, Chris, your favorite comic book nerd, uh, back at it again with a review. This time we're talking about Marvel's Eternals. Uh, Let's talk about the pros for a second. One, I think that the cinematography was absolutely beautiful. I think the scope and scale of this film really, to to me, is the most ambitious I've seen Marvel um, in its films. I really, really loved the character development that existed within the movie. I think that the story itself is very much outside of what you should expect for a Marvel movie. Now that part I think actually is a little bit controversial in the sense that there are people who are going to walk in and they're going to expect the tried and true Marvel formula. Uh, for instance, uh, Shang-Chi came out you know, before this and it, it definitely is the Marvel formula. Hero finds out that he has powers, you know, Hero uh, finds out that there's a major bad guy in their life, Hero overcomes his worries, uh, becomes the hero he's meant to be, inspires his friends, and saves the day, right? That's not what this movie is. Uh, at least not necessarily um, underneath it. I think at the surface, that's definitely it. I think that, that that's definitely the formula for Cersei specifically. Um, but I think that there's there's a lot more to this movie, and I think that's where it gets its uh, controversy from other people. If you walked into this movie and you were expecting that Marvel formula, this is not that. This movie is an ambitious take on interpersonal development, and I think for me as a comic book fan, that's what makes Marvel so much better than DC in its actual works, in its actual writings. It's that we get to know characters and we get to love characters, and I think that this movie really attempted at that. I don't know that it hit it on all cylinders. There are certainly characters that I absolutely adored. Um, I think... um, 
Gilgamesh uh, as a character um, is, is one that I think not enough people are talking about how great he was being someone who develops a, a relationship with uh, another character as a caretaker um, as someone who uh, takes on the role of um, a protector but it's not necessarily romantic I think that that's a really cool plot line that doesn't really get explored I think oftentimes um, you know you have this romantic binary that like if a, a man and a woman are codependent it's got to be romantic it's got to be this and and that's not what that was and I think it really in fact took a, a really cool look at being a support being a family being someone who's there for someone who's suffering PTSD and the fact that this movie took those layers um, and approaches two different characters I think was really cool uh, this movie talks about insecurity it talks about um, complicated relationships it talks about toxic relationships um, and those are things that I don't think you walk into a Marvel movie and you necessarily expect um, but what I liked was that it did it from the lens of a superhero um another thing that i really really thought was cool was when we talk about scope and scale uh the absolute i don't know how to describe this other than monsters that were the celestials how uh astonishing they were when they came to screen I, i've seen comics um of the celestials they obviously play a, a major role in the creation of the marvel universe and it's hard it was hard for me to really figure out how they could make such an ominous presence um, known in the MCU and boy did they do it I could not keep my eyes off of the Celestials as they were appearing um, I, I think this movie really sets the seeds uh, and the tone for um, the emergence of Namor the Submariner of the Blade movie of um, Guardians of the Galaxy's future uh, after um, <clears throat> the next movie in the Christmas special. I think that they sowed the seeds for the Nova Corps. I think they sowed the seeds for Secret Wars and Battle World. I mean, these are these are concepts. I know this might be sounding this may be too far, but as a comic book reader, these are stories that are coming to life that I loved reading and I loved enjoying. And just to see that they're teasing that that Kevin Feige is sitting here uh, with a grand master plan, I think is really cool. Um, I also think that there's just there's a couple of parts in this movie that maybe didn't hit um, for instance uh, love the inclusion of of um the, the nods towards the Black Knight didn't think Dane's character didn't think Dane as a character was necessarily too pertinent to the story um, he felt a little uh, forced um, I think that uh, Sprite's inclusion could have been a lot better than what it was um, and I also think that the Deviants uh, really fell short as villains in this film um, you know I'm not gonna I don't want to spoil too much the story they're obviously a big part of it but they're not the main part of it to some extent and I I really really wish that they hadn't um, ended the deviant plotline how they ended it uh, because I think there could have been more the action was pretty good um, it definitely falls into the Superman style of combat where you crash into things uh, and you laser eye them in, into submission that that can get boring after a while I think they needed a little bit more um, the other Celestials powers were really cool I just wish they got showcased a little bit more 
um, because a lot of the fights really kept falling back. And maybe this is this is definitely a core plot line that Icarus is the de facto leader to an extent. Um, but it made me also wonder why so many Celestials were a part of this movie uh, and a part of this mission to preserve Earth if Icarus is like can do it all, um, which he certainly can't. And I think that the the movie when they do let those characters shine really do let it shine. But there's even one scene where they're bringing the gang back together, so to speak, for this movie and. One of the characters has just been in a spaceship for a couple thousand years. And, like, that's what they've been up to is just sitting in this spaceship the whole time. And I'm like, why can't we give that character a reason to have been existing on the Earth in some way, shape, or form other than just reading a book? Um, It doesn't really align, I think, with their character. Marvel also... Uh, includes some really cool social commentaries in this movie that I felt uh, were felt natural and and I think oftentimes when you include um, characters who are LGBTQ um, in Marvel movies or or uh, female empowered characters uh, oftentimes Marvel really likes to point a million signs at it and make that their defining character trait and I think they did a really good job here of making well-rounded characters um, that had more dimension and depth to them uh, than just the, the things that I think Marvel were really trying to emphasize. Um, I think it's really important that those messages exist in movies. I think that just from a plot standpoint and a story standpoint, it's more meaningful when those characters have more dimensions than just that, right? And, and just that identity. I think those identities are incredibly important. I just want to make sure that like they're actual fully fleshed characters and this movie really felt like that existed and that happened and I really like that. Um, the post credit scenes are pretty cool but I think if you're a casual Marvel moviegoer, it's not going to be as impactful, um, which is a little disappointing. But for me, I was geeking out. Um, I saw an IMAX. I think IMAX is the way to go because of how absolutely gorgeous this movie is and how many awesome locations uh, are set up in it. Um, but if you see it at home, I don't think it's necessarily the end of the world. Uh, and last but not least, if we're talking scores, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's an amazing movie. It's not going to blow your mind. But I think what it does really well is set up the story, set up the scope, set up the scale, and really introduce, I think, the future of the MCU, both the good and the bad. Um, I think the areas that it really lacks is it needed, weirdly enough, for a two and a half hour movie, I felt like it needed more time. I needed characters to be fleshed out a little bit more. I needed a little bit more interaction between the Eternals to feel like that was a legitimate family connection. Um, you know, Vin Diesel would, would say that we need seven and a half movies to really get through all that. Uh, but if you're like an average Marvel goer and movie goer and you're, you know, you just saw Shang-Chi, I think you're going to be a little put off by this because this movie asks you to think this movie asks you to pay attention to the characters. This movie asks you to, to be a de- have a deeper connection with the source and with the actual material. And if you're going to the movies because you really liked Mortal Kombat, um, you know, this might not be the movie for you. Um, That's all I got for you guys. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you.